0: A year after I had left the team and I was selling all these houses, uh, I got served papers. (laughs) Um, One of my clients uh, wanted to blame me for a lot of the things that were wrong with their house. Oh gosh! And that happened right before COVID.
1: What's going on, guys? I'm Chris, owner of Swamp Rabbit Movement. And I got my co-host, Ray Mack, with Damian Hall Group. Today, we got a special guest, Aubrey Lewis, with the Aubrey Lewis Group uh, through Keller Williams Drive. Aubrey, how you doing?
0: Hey, I'm doing good. How are you?
1: Good. So glad to have you on. So excited uh, yeah, thanks to for learn having about me. you. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been in real estate?
0: Uh, yeah, so I have been in real estate uh, since March 2016, so okay. about going on seven years at
1: this point. Oh wow, that's a long nice. time. So you kind of beat all the COVID craze. You were in it before with all the COVID craze.
0: Yes, and I I got a really good foundation and a different start to real estate altogether. But at least I knew what I was doing whenever I like COVID came around.
1: You could capitalize, kind of. Yeah. Uh, yes
0: yeah i I could pivot a little bit easier i wasn't just learning the job when like the world decided to shut down for
1: sure (laughs) absolutely um so what got you into real estate
0: um honestly i worked retail okay um i was in district management with um hobby lobby traveled the state and realized what i was getting paid i was it wasn't worth it yeah so i had a good friend of mine who um, was in real estate and I'd always said like, if I can sell this. I'd probably sell a house. Yeah. And so I contacted him and it was about from that first contact to the point. I actually had my license was about two years. Nice. Uh, so it took me a minute, but it's the best decision I've ever made.
1: Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. What, um, so going into real estate and selling your first home, what was that like? Was it like super exciting? Did you like jump for joy? Was it a crust bucket? Was it a night? Well, yeah.
0: So, um, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, that's a fun story. So, um, I, I say my, my start to real estate was a little bit different than your normal realtor. So yeah. when I got my license, uh, I would say primarily realtors will go and they're on their own. They're learning it all them, themselves. They're trying to find a brokerage that'll teach them. Well, what I did is I had I had friends that were in real estate and they ran a team here in the Greenville area. Um and honestly, I attribute everything I am today to that team and those people that that were there for me. Yeah. So I started my career as a buyer's agent on uh, a team called the Haro Group Okay. Uh, here in Greenville. And just to tell you, like the average statistics, like a new agent out on their own is probably going to sell maybe 10 to 12 houses in a year um, on that team. I kind of got fed to the wolves from the very beginning. Feet held to the fire, like, get in there, learn it, so on. Um, Now, I didn't make any money for six months. I didn't sell a single house. It was so hard. I'm right there Um, with you. Yeah. (laughs) And and I had the right people around me just saying, like, keep going, keep going. Like, you got this. You got this. And um, you're doing the right things. And that first house that I sold, like, I remember... To this day, who they are, where they live, everything. And my first paycheck came uh, six months after I got licensed. And not to mention, at the same time I got into real estate, I was three months pregnant. Um, And so I don't recommend (laughs) that. Um, Big life changes. I had also had a very uh, large traumatic life change happen at the same time. Hmm. And um, I made a little bit of money. That yeah. that first uh, six to eight months, and then after I had my daughter, it was off to the races, um, and I haven't looked back.
1: Now, nice. now you have pressure.
0: Oh right? yeah. yeah, like just a little bit, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, it, it's nice whenever I can say, you know, my I'm I'm the breadwinner of my family, and my husband gets to do what he wants to. Do. Um, he's in law enforcement, and um, just being able to take some of the pressure off of him was really. That's really awesome.
1: important yeah, it's awesome and it's really cool how you like persevere for those through those first six months i feel like especially like pre-covid and probably after covid like a lot of real estate agents they get in and then they realize like you you're probably not getting paid for a couple months yeah and yeah. then they back out but you were able to like push through that with the support of a well, great yeah. team yeah and um, look at you now
0: i mean that that's really what was important is i had yeah. some really phenomenal mentors i had some very um good teammates that have just become lifelong friends yeah. like they they would move mountains for me even to this day and we don't work on the same team we don't work even in the same brokerage anymore
2: oh well when did um, you start your team yeah.
0: so i started the team in 2018
2: so only a couple of years after
0: yeah okay. so i was on the hard group for about Two, two and a half years um, kind of outgrew the space that they had for me. Yeah. And I said, okay, here we go. And um, I mean, my years on the Haro group were really good. I told you earlier, yeah. you know, the average agent sells maybe 10 to 12 houses their first year. My first year I sold 42. Oh, um, and that was due to the support and the encouragement of that team. Um, and after that, I, I knew that... I wasn't good at everything. Like I started with uh, the mindset of I'm, I know what I'm good at. Like I can sell you a house
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) and and I can walk you through something that's really hard and a goal. Um, and so immediately when I left the team and I made that decision, um, my first two hires were a business coach and an assistant. I did that three months after I left the team. That's super Um, important. And, like I haven't been by myself since then.
2: Nice. So that was gonna be my question. How How was the transition from like yeah. being a part of a team to starting your own team, especially that quick? Because yeah. yeah,
0: um, and, and that's where I, I say like I can really attribute that to the mentors that I had. Um, Haro Setian is, is specifically, um, he he will tell anybody like the first things that he would do as a brand new agent or somebody who wanted to get into this career field is hire a coach hire an assistant as fast as you possibly can you got to put it on a credit card put it on a credit card yeah like do what you got to do you got to borrow some money make it happen because as agents we're not good at the administrative side of things like don't ask me to do your paperwork but if it's that 8-page contract, no problems. I know it like the back of my hand. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: um
0: so yeah, like it, it's definitely that transition was made easier because I was taught the correct mindset around this business from the from day 1. For sure. And that's where like I when I talk to other agents and I'm like you you have this opportunity to join a team or to not do it on your own. Um, okay, like go set yourself up with somebody that will open doors and open opportunities
1: For sure. and get your brain where it needs to be. Yeah. Stand on the shoulder of giants, you know. Exactly. Why I try and do it by yourself if you, you even know? if you're losing money, like even if you're making less money with a yeah. team, it just makes so much more sense because sure. it collapses time. Well. I yeah. mean,
0: all that liability yeah. and overhead, like the team took it on. For sure. And all of my learning and I mean, shoot, I I messed up a couple of times yeah. and and you do that. Um it's a lot
2: hard to do on your own.
0: Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and I will say this, I I had a very good lesson, um, and something that doesn't happen to a lot of realtors whenever I did leave the team. Um, so if you're in the industry long enough, they'll tell you like, you you sell enough houses, like the, the bad things will come yeah. and the things that you only hear stories about. Um, a year after I had left the team and I've, selling all these houses uh, i got served papers <laughs> oh, wow. um, one of my clients uh wanted to blame me for a lot of the m- things that were wrong with their house oh gosh um and that happened right before covid oh man oh, <laughs> um so going through that i mean i've learned how to navigate attorneys i've learned how to navigate. Um, you know, being deposed and at the same time, like actually growing my business throughout like a uh, worldwide pandemic and pivoting and everything.
2: Yeah.
1: That's so. awesome.
2: I'd like to you know, touch on that really. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's a big um, hurdle to overcome and, and even just mentally to, mm-hmm. to feel like um, I mean, I'm sure that was anything said about it publicly or were you having oh, yeah. any problems with that? So oh, yeah. how did you come past that?
0: So a lot of that was definitely, um, it, it was not good um, as it was happening I I felt like my hands were tied I didn't know what to do um, and at the time the leadership that was in place at my brokerage wasn't necessarily um, behind me hmm. the way they should have been um however there was an individual in my brokerage a former broker in charge um, and he is now, my broker in charge again. Um, I've decided I'm never leaving him. If he moves, I'm going to move with him. Um, <laughs> but uh, he, he backed me cool, and nice. like, Hey, like it'll be okay. You actually see this as you've actually done a lot of business. It takes a lot of business to get to this point. And he looked over everything and he was just very encouraging. Like, again, like who you surround yourself with. And he just told me over and over, he goes, I've looked at everything too. Like, we boiled it down to like one document I should have had. Um, but I didn't do anything wrong. And that court case took three years to finally close Jeez. out Holy um, because of COVID. COVID and yeah, it was huh? just this past month, we got the email so i mean um, it's like
2: nerve-wracking just, oh, having that you on just all constantly
0: time. that yeah. that awful black cloud oh, that's terrible
1: what well, uh, happened with it did it, everything just it, dissolved? it got dismissed <laughs> oh wow yep. all that right all like, that yeah and
0: it got, got dismissed so uh don't work with crazy people yeah,
1: yeah well, that's a <laughs> I mean,
2: hard we thing get to, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> I've yeah definitely well, been there yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and, and i guess you never really will avoid that once you get to no. a bigger position uh, like i always say this to my crew it's like the bigger we get the more open to wounds we get you know and, and that does yeah. happen people will come at you for the dumbest things and try and blame it on you it might not be your
1: fault it could be your fault yeah trying to navigate that well is, at that point it's kind of hard to vet a customer like you yeah. know like right. especially yeah. when you have a team that you, and you're you not even you don't even touch the customer like there's no touch point there so you can't really yeah. vet yeah to make sure they're a good customer for you your which is so running. important like mm-hmm. yeah. you know when you're working together especially like uh, something personal, like real estate. Like oh, you yeah. want to, you're kind of married to each other for a little while, like, and you want to make sure I that relationship's kosher. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Good things, bad things, better, or worse. Well, yeah, all yeah. you, all trying you learn them.
1: about in real estate
2: school yeah. and licensing is like how not to get sued. You don't learn anything oh, about yeah. selling houses or doing any of that. Is it's new like, to me. Yeah. So it was like so yeah. and very
1: like common in the real estate world. Oh, I mean, yeah, very. Yeah. Especially they all. think
2: they can get. The commission—they think they can save well, the money on that. And basically, ah. these
0: people—they came back to me and they—they they wanted the entire. Um, they didn't just sue me; they sued the um, inspectors. Um, they sued, They they named everybody in it, of course. Yeah. Um, and it kind of came down to like I also through that again learned who I was surrounded by, um, who backed me, who encouraged me. Yeah. And like that's probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned throughout all of my. Career has been the the what do they say like the five people that you surround yourself with and then the five people that those people surround themselves with yeah and you keep following it and like pe- my relationships are so incredibly important um and like when I go into an, a, a relationship with, with somebody like I'm looking at you I'm I'm gonna be loyal to you like yeah. I am giving you everything that and I that's how i live life. yeah. and it it's hard to find that reciprocated. yeah. and because it's always especially
2: in a transaction, yeah, the
0: next leg up, the next something. Mm-hmm. um how can i get something? but yeah, i learned i learned a really interesting lesson very early on in my career with that.
1: <laughs> Well, That's good. It's kinda good of, it's kinda of good to go ahead and get those tough lessons out of the way early, right? Yeah, quick, Absolutely. So much. <laughs>
0: yeah. Golly. And
1: maybe not in the moment, it doesn't seem like it, but like after you like step back and it's all like the dust has settled, it's like, wow. Yeah. Glad that happened then rather than yeah. now. You know what I mean? It
2: imposters you for for it again. I mean, like well, I've been sued once and then the second time was like, oh, Okay. Send okay, it to the lawyer, have fun go. with it. And then all you right. never hear anything yeah. back from it. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh well that didn't work out, I guess. Yeah. Yep. It's like,
0: Being able to be there for somebody like somebody else will have their first time too
2: yeah yeah and then
0: hopefully i'll be able to say hey you, you know what you'll you'll be fine that's true
2: yeah. my, my cousin You're just called okay. me the other day with that like same experience that i had once and i was just kind of like good to be able to like i hate that you went through it but here's how i kind of saw it yeah. afterwards and like the biggest thing the biggest reoccurring factor is perseverance yeah are you going to let it break you yeah or are you going to overcome it because if you do overcome it and you learn how to break that
1: I Think that's where you really start to grow and you Some know, shine. yeah, for sure. So, you got a team now. How many agents do you have on under you?
0: Yeah, so currently, um, the Arby Lewis group is two buyer's agents, um, and we'll be adding a third one in 2023. Um, I take all of the team's listings currently, okay, and then we have uh, three administrative, mm-hmm. so um, they are amazing human beings yes
1: they're they're all awesome um, like, I know.
0: and then we have uh one inside sales uh,
1: and she's the mom.com so inside sales what does that look like in real estate
0: yeah so um they are the unicorns of real estate they okay. have the hardest job okay um out of any other role uh and i i like to let my team know that a a A lot uh, because that position deserves respect. So she um, basically is our team lead generator. Okay. Um, She takes the entire um, database and she's calling eight hours a day looking for appointments, having those conversations, following oh, wow.
1: up. So she's like uh, set and she's a setter yeah. essentially. She, yep. She okay. sets
0: appointments and nurtures people and it, it's awesome. Yeah.
1: That's, that's, that is that's awesome. tough too because like
2: new agents are usually the, trying to do that and yep. co-call and doing all that. And then that's a lot for a new agent on top of everything else they have to try oh, yeah, and Yeah, Just manage, a few jobs you know. as a new agent. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, We always tell, we always stress like in our, in our team, that the operations manager is like the toughest one because they're like the main point of contact for everybody so you got like you know every mover calling them every you got me breathing down their neck it's Mm -hmm. it's a tough position yeah that's that's awesome that you like realize that that that's a tough position and you kind of like um celebrate it yeah yeah definitely and let it be known yeah that way everybody treats it with respect too
0: I mean, everybody, everybody's position is important, but I would say that's probably like when it comes to mindset and like, I mean she she's making calls and people are cussing at her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't know, call. Why are you calling me all of it and yeah. like stop bothering me yeah. and, and I'm like, dude, you reached out to us. Yeah. Like oh, what's going on? Right. And so she's um she's pretty awesome there. But um now I mean it something that I've learned is I've um I can't be the direct report for all. For sure. And so um my director uh director of operations, she handles everything administrative, like the P since I have multiple admin, like they, they go to her first before they come to me. Um, and I'm still acting as director of sales essentially in my business. Um, but as we grow, like that position will go to somebody else and my direct reports will go from, you know, five or six down to like three.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know, going through COVID and coming back out of real estate, what do you what's what's your take, I guess, on the market right now? Like what do you think? I think personally, I think Greenville's pretty insulated. I don't yeah. know, but I'd love to get your perspective on what you think and how how's it going and yeah. What are you doing to kind of pivot, if anything, at all?
0: Okay. Wow. So um let me start by saying that COVID was such a blessing in the real estate market and I wish more people realized what it did. Yeah. Um, so Super fun, like world shuts down. We pivot. I've sold houses to people via Zoom and yeah. that I've never met in person.
1: That's so cool. <laughs> it made it easy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and before, like, we never used Zoom for anything. I didn't do virtual concerts. Sure.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so on, uh virtual walkthroughs. And so like COVID was was a lot of fun. In the real estate industry, because people were relocating so on and so forth. And it just, I mean, interest rates bottomed out. Like money was basically free. Yeah, um, And like we're telling buy, 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 like get in there. And that's why we ended up with, you know, an even worse inventory crisis. Like, so the inventory, when we look at the real estate market and um, the way you kind of l- track that and you're able to say like how many months of inventory. So a healthy real estate market is like 6 months of inventory where if you every house that was listed today from the little thing that's $62,000 all the way to that beautiful $10 million house down in Fountain Inn like you know it would take us 6 months to sell everything. So during COVID, what we saw was inventory and, and I, we tracked it weekly, um, went down to 28 days
1: oh, wow. worth of inventory. So if another house thing enlisted, they would all be going in 28 oh, yeah, days. Essentially. absolutely. That's great. So
0: huh? then, um, we hit, and and that was pretty much what happened all the way up through mid 2022. Um, and in June, July 2022, that's when interest rates finally changed. Mm -hmm. Um, We saw crazy appreciation. Normal market appreciation is like four to seven percent. Okay. Yeah, um, we were seeing houses appreciate between fourteen and twenty percent.
2: Yeah, that's insane.
0: And so, like, I had people that were buying houses one year, selling them the next year, and making eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, and or or more.
2: Three months, they got a hundred thousand oh. dollars in equity.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, like, you, what other investment can you do that with? Yeah. Um. So anyway, I mean, this. So last year we saw, July, June, July, interest rates spiked yeah Um, we saw it coming Um, we saw it coming probably two three months ahead of time we were doing what we could to kind of prepare ourselves and pivot when it was time and then all of a sudden it happened now thankfully in our business um, we only lost like two deals whenever it really it shifted hard Um, I know other realtors other real estate teams that just like half of their pendings were gone Mm -hmm. Um,
1: because the buyer could no longer,
0: afford yeah, it. the mm-hmm. buyer could no longer afford it. A lot of the new construction that we had under contract ended up falling out, yeah. like just in the real estate community in general, because again, the buyers couldn't afford it anymore because the interest rates spiked. Um, and we had that with our clients and we had to readjust. And so getting used to that, the biggest challenge that I see today and where we're headed is, Buyers feel like we're back in like 2018, 2019. Sellers feel like we're still in 21, 22. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm sitting down with these sellers and they're like, and I, just yesterday, I had a seller look at me, and he was like, "Why am I gonna pay you all this money whenever the house is gonna be sold in two days?" Yeah, good luck. And, <laughs> and I'm like, "Actually, like the numbers show, it it might be sold in two days. Yeah. Um, that's cool for your area. That's not normal. Yeah. Um. And here's what's gonna potentially end up happening. And so, like houses are starting to sit on the market a little bit longer. It's making it easier for buyers now. Yeah." As we got through the holidays, what's really cool is like the last two weeks, all the buyers have come back out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, everybody's starting to go, "Hey, we actually want to buy a house." Here we go. The sellers are coming back out, saying, "Hey, we actually really do need to sell. Um, let's get this done." And I'm trying to get everybody to get go and talk about it before the spring market, for sure, because it's going to pick back up. Yeah, now, yeah, sure, I'm not a lender. I, I don't. you know project what interest rates are going to be what they've told me what we've been experiencing is interest rates are kind of starting to level back out it's Mm going to be easier to buy a house and sell a house because spring summertime are the big markets
1: yep yeah
0: it's It's, it's going to pick back up. We're back to um not 28 days worth of inventory. We're at like 3 months worth of inventory. Nice. Nice. Now, that's not going to change much. Um now because um back in the housing crash 08 to 12, builders stopped building houses. We've been trying to catch up ever since. Yeah. We're 14 years behind inventory.
1: It's crazy. Because
0: yeah. like, we're supposed to be building about a million houses a year. And last year was the first year in 14 years that they actually got to the number of houses that was supposed to be built.
1: That's insane. Wow.
0: So like, that's where we've, we've got builders that are building now and inven- we need those people that are sitting on their houses with tons of equity to go ahead and make their moves. Like go ahead and downsize, go ahead and move from your starter home and upsize to the next house. Sure. Um, I mean, I can't tell you how many people like I've sat down and they have a hundred, two hundred thousand $200,000 worth of equity sitting in their house. Yeah. Like it's, that's where majority of the country's wealth is actually sitting is in real estate equity yeah. of just your common man. So, hmm. I think 2023 is going to be a phenomenal real estate year. Yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah. Um,
0: I think 24, 25, as we're looking ahead, it's going to get a little bit harder again. But we just have to pivot and learn new things. and
2: For sure.